Hey everybody, Chris Carlson. Welcome to the DI Guys podcast. I'm here with my colleague and good friend Mike Hoggle. Mike, what's going on in Denver, Colorado today? Well, Chris, I've always said, I don't know, we've done four or five of these now. I always say it's beautiful and sunny. Well, today we're having a veritable blizzard, seven to ten inches in Denver, probably almost two feet in the mountains, and not one person gets to ski down the hill because every ski resort is closed in Colorado. And it's beginning to sound like for the balance of the year. Yes, yeah, certainly. Welcome to a new reality. There's no question. Well, Mike, we've talked about a lot of different things in our initial episodes. And what I really want to talk about today is something that you and I talk about with our peers and also when we talk to carriers. And that's the concept of training, or maybe I should say the lack of training that's going on in the DI industry. And I was hoping for just a second that I could set the background for our listeners, and then I I certainly want your comments on here. But if we go back 20, 30 years, and and when you and I first started this business, the distribution system for insurance was certainly much different. And some of the changes that we've seen during that time are, one, a lot of career companies stopped training agents and went to a brokerage model. So then now we had a heck of a lot less agents in those companies then didn't need to train their agents to sell disability insurance because they didn't have an agency force. It was strictly brokerage and it was life insurance. At the same time, sometimes a little bit before, sometimes a little bit after, a lot of the carriers, the the career building companies, they quit writing their own disability insurance product and partnered with a DI specialty, specialty carrier like a Provident, Paul Revere Unum back in the day, and then basically had them write their business through those companies. So again, all of those trainers that were helping those career agents sell their proprietary product went away. Then we had Provident, Paul Revere, Unum, the big three became one. And so obviously the field force shrunk. And then that one new standalone company decided that they would get out of the individually underwritten business and focus on multi-life type situations. So when you put all of that together and you think about all the people that were involved in training producers during the heyday of insurance distribution, disability distribution, when we had many more carriers in the DI marketplace, take away those people, in essence, training has gone away. What say you? Well, Chris, I couldn't agree more. That coupled with three letters that kind of took over the world of, and I'm again, you and I are risk protection specialists. They think that's what we are. That's what we like to do. But those three letters are, are called AUM, Assets Under Management. And boy, I, you know, people used to say disability and life insurance is not sexy. I'm not really sure that this week assets under management is exactly sexy. As a matter of fact, Chris, I would, I would go so far as to say that nothing in the financial services world is sexy, whatever that means. But I think you would agree or say yes. We've heard that term from an innumerable amount of brokers over, over the span of the last 15 years is, you know, I'm just going to gather assets under management and I'm not going to mess with that stuff. So you, you couple that with even 
old mutuals that ended up becoming publicly traded and certain, you're so correct, certain you know, avenues changed and it's like we're going to focus on assets under management. And one of the reasons I think that happened is the more companies that become public in the financial services world, it's almost, if it's lever pulling, it's not that expensive to put on the books. Agree? Yes, sir. A piece of disability insurance or permanent life insurance, UL, VUL, whole life, matters not what the product is like that. Your first year, you've spent way more money putting that one piece of business on the books than you could possibly earn. You know, I've heard statements that a runoff on disability could be 78 years before it turns a profit for a company. When you've got quarterly analyst reports that say every single quarter, whether your financial services or your Maytag or Whirlpool, you've got to tell us what's going on. It became unattractive to even, you know, boardrooms and some corporate leaders. So if you're not selling disability insurance, why would you train for a product that nobody's no longer selling? So I couldn't agree with you more. Fast forward to a few years back, your visit with me, and I'll let you take it from here. A few years back, I can't remember when, we had dinner and a glass of wine or maybe two, and we discussed the whole concept of IPA and what what could that look like? Where does it need to go? How would it look? Shall we do this? Shall we not do this? And from there, I'll let you tell the rest of the story and, and where we are today. But this dates back not of 2019 or 2018. I can't even remember, Chris, but I was living in Cherry Creek in Denver, and I haven't lived there for at least seven or eight years. So the whole idea goes back that far, at least with you and I. Yeah, there's no question, Mike. And that, that's really where the concept of the DI coach uh, came from, uh, was to be able to take the, the knowledge that I had from my DI days along with my sales training days and package it together to be able to help producers do a better job of having conversations with their prospects or clients regarding the need to protect their income. And certainly, you and I have worked on some projects together during those years. But fast forward to today, we recognize that this is such a crucial part of the success of the industry. And one of the things that we recently created and recently launched is something called the Income Protection Academy, which is a 12-month coaching program where we want to make this available to producers if they're serious about writing disability insurance, if they're curious not the right program, but if they're serious, we know that this is going to help them. So, Mike, before I kind of go into what is involved in the coaching program, what are some of the things that went through your mind as we started to build out this program? Good question, Chris. And, you know, I think one of the things that I've seen the most, and I've had either the fortunate or unfortunate opportunity to live everywhere from uh, Seattle, Washington to Baltimore, Maryland. And I think that encompasses pretty much coast to coast and places in between. So it's geographically and demographically, I have met every kind of producer there is. And the one, one thing that stands out for me specifically is you just said this training, but in training, what I've learned is, is, is if you take an insurance test, you have to know what, um, non-cancelable means. Who cares? You can learn that easy. You can learn that in, in a week. Everybody's taking an insurance test, which you have to have, has already passed the fundamentals of disability insurance when it comes to the ABCs. Would you say that's fair? Absolutely. 
So I think the approach needs to be is how do you take, and, and I always tell people, they say it's too complicated, and I said, have you ever done non-qualified deferred comp? No, disability insurance is not complicated. So you and I together are kind of taking the approach, and we said this in a podcast earlier, when it starts, how long it lasts, what you get, and how much it costs. You take that and you turn it into English and what it means to a consumer. What does income protection mean to the consumer? So the idea is sales training for me, my major focus for our IPA will be not just education, but also ideas, lots of ideas. One idea will work for somebody. And we have enough ideas and concepts of selling, and they're not overly sophisticated. Most of them are sales ideas and things that you and I have been discussing and I've done for years. Really, the conversation typically, at least the beginning, start, middle, and end, is not your your piece of it as a broker shouldn't really be more than five minutes long for somebody to make a rational decision on whether they want to go forward. I didn't say buy. I said go forward and pursue this to the next level. It can be a one one-stop sale or it can be a two. It should never be three or four. And those are the types of things that we need to convey or teach the brokers out there in our listening audience. We've had success with it. So I want to take the successes that we've had. Some of my clients have had over 25 years and let other people take those ideas, embrace those ideas, practice them a few times and go and do them. And they will see that it can be wildly successful. And I've always said, you know, selling income protection truly can be the best part-time job you've ever had. And what I mean by that, and we, we, we can elaborate on this or you can briefly, that if you're, have the ability to sell 30 policies a year, which is about one every 10 days to every two weeks, the amount of money that you can make, and I have to be, you know, money is good. It's not a bad thing. As Roger Zener said, just try living without it. It can be a good thing. You do not have to do a full financial plan on every single person. You have acquaintances, neighbors, doctors, dentists that are yours. You have your attorney, your CPA. All of these may either do their own investing with Schwab or Fidelity or, or Vanguard or whomever they go to, so you may never get to them anyway. So don't forget that you've got these risk protection products, specifically income protection, that with some training and what I call people speak, not insurance vernacular, but people speak, we will teach you to go out and talk to just about anybody you want in five minutes time. And I will tell you, I can't guarantee, but I, but I can tell you that if you try somewhere between three and five out of 10 will always say, I want to take this to the next level or I, I, you're right. I need to do this. So that's where I'm coming from. Sales ideas, training concepts. And last but not least, I think we want to give you the confidence. And the words to go along with that to let people understand how important this is in their language. Yeah, Mike, if anybody wants some more details, and I'm going to give a broad brush up if they want some more details, if they just go to the DIGuysPodcast.com and in the uh, the menu, top menu bar, it has a link to Income Protection Academy, they can get all the detailed information. But from a broad brush standpoint, you know, what we want to do is, you know, not to put something online to have people go look at videos and then walk away, but rather this is a all-hands-on-deck coaching program. So what Mike and I are going to do every single month is we're going to have 
a, a webcast where we're going to share ideas and techniques to help producers greatly increase their disability insurance sales. We're also, uh, once a month, we're going to have what we call office hours. So we, we're going to make ourselves available where a person can call in and say, I'm struggling with this, or how do you do this, or how do you overcome that objection, or how do you explain this provision? Whatever that particular individual wants to talk about, we're going to make ourselves available. We also have a library of 35 videos that are broken down into product-specific ideas, underwriting ideas, and then sales ideas. So if somebody just wants to take that extra initiative to learn about different things, they can do that 24-7 on the site. Every week, we're going to send out a Monday morning DI Java, which will be a written email. or just talk about an idea that they can put into their practice that particular week. And Mike, I know what is going to be the highlight for everybody, checkups with COP, where right. you are going to be proactive in reaching out to our students and, you know, remembering what they committed to and see if they actually made that call, had that conversation, got that quote run. And one more thing, Mike, before I get your comments, probably to me, one of the most exciting things, as we have talked about this with various partners, is that there are several brokers general agents that actually want to assist agents uh, with the tuition for this. And, you know, based upon a certain amount of production, they'll actually pay for the entire cost. So obviously we have a listener to our podcast that, you know, do business with various brokerage general agencies across the country. They can just reach out to their BGA to see if they're part of the tuition reimbursement program. And basically the, the coaching program becomes free if they do that the number that the BGA wants them to do. So I'm going to hit the pause button and let you elaborate on that, Mike. Chris, I think you pretty much covered all the bases. One of the things that we want to do, and I guess we could call it a conversation with Cog, and yes, I will make my mobile phone available because what we really want to do is if, if we've done sales ideas and you say, Chris or Mike specifically, this, I've tried this 10 times. It's just, I, I don't get it. Well, then we have to get on Zoom or some other medium, FaceTime, whatever it is, and you need to, and I will take the time for you to, to let me be your client. I've seen enough of them in my life. Let me be your client. Let me see what you do. Because if something isn't working, we can fix it. You know, I always say, you know what, other than Shaquille O'Neal, I can teach people how to shoot free throws if they're willing to put the time in and go to the line. Like I said, other than Shaquille O'Neal, I can teach people how to sh- shoot free throws. Our goal is to get you comfortable doing this so it just becomes behavior and not a little bit of angst and oh my gosh I got to remind myself to talk about this today I had a call quick just a sidebar Chris and I'm finished I had a call today from a client of mine he's one of my brokers started working with him five years ago first year he wrote three or four apps in a year we continue to work together he called me this morning and said Cog it's the best made me feel really good by the way so I'll interrupt myself he said, Cog, this, he's a full financial planner, RIA, the whole nine yards. Cog, this is the best part-time job I've ever had. I'm on my way today. This is Thursday. During coronavirus, everything else, he's done some webinars, not webinar, excuse me, but video chat with his clients. He's doing his fourth application today. That's this week. 
So he's gone from four in a year to this year he will probably write Chris somewhere in the neighborhood of between 35 and 50 applications out of clients. And he said, I wish I would start doing this, Mike, not two years ago, but 10 years ago. So I know what we do is extremely effective. Yeah, I think it's the old cliche, the person of pudding, and that, that's one of the things that we're going to bring to the table is to actually help these producers. Again, the serious producer, not the curious producer, because if you want to write one or two apps a year, this is not the coaching program for you. Oh, and Mike, one of the things I didn't say, I just want to make sure I, I do emphasize, that all of our uh, webcasts and our coaching calls are recorded, so if somebody can't make a, a specific time, they can always go back. And, and, and take a look at it. Chris, I think today, on this beautiful snowy day in Colorado, I think you pretty much have covered the basis for where we are and what we'd like to do next. All right, perfect. So in closing, I just want to reemphasize that if you're interested and want some more information on the Income Protection Academy, go to the DIGuysPodcast.com. On the top menu bar, it has Income Protection Academy. Just click on that link. It'll take you and give you all the information. And then also, don't forget to make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episode that we have. So, Mike, thanks for your time today, and enjoy the snowy weather. Chris, thank you. Enjoy the Pacific Northwest, my friend.